Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Barra. And I'm Dave Smith. It is Friday, November 11th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we talk about what on earth happened with the dramatic collapse of FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried's crypto exchange. It's a crazy scenario, and there's so much we still don't know, but the early indications are no one will ever trust this company or Sam Bankman-Fried again. But first, here's the latest. It's a moment of celebration as Ukrainian troops move back into the southern city of Kherson. Vladimir Putin declared the city part of Russia just a few weeks ago, but in a stunning defeat, Russian forces have retreated. This is Russia's third major setback since starting the war in February. Kherson residents have been flocking to the city central square with Ukrainian flags to cheer and celebrate the victory. a well-deserved respite in a war that's likely to carry on. The Biden administration has stopped taking applications for student loan forgiveness. That means you cannot apply for the ten dollars to $20,000 relief right now. This comes after a federal judge in Texas blocked the program, saying Biden overstepped his authority and did not allow for a public comment period before announcing the policy. The ruling follows a lawsuit by two borrowers who aren't eligible for the proposed loan relief and claim they could not voice their disagreement about it. The Education Department plans to appeal. Crypto exchange FTX has filed for bankruptcy, and its CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, has resigned. This news caps a disastrous week for the 30-year-old, who became a crypto billionaire in just under four years and went on to lose most of that wealth in about five days. FTX's newly appointed CEO, John J. Ray III, was brought in to clean up Enron two decades ago. We'll dive into more of crypto and Bankman-Fried's wild week later in the show. President Biden says the U.S. is on target to hit its carbon emission goals under the Paris Agreement by 2030. As leader of the world's second largest carbon emitter, he spoke at the U.N.'s climate conference in Egypt today. We're racing forward to do our part to avert the climate hell that the U.N. Secretary General so passionately warned about earlier this week. We're not ignoring harbingers that are already here. But Biden's climate plans face difficulties on the federal level if the Republicans control the House. Politico reports they may try to block certain programs despite the president's veto power. 
The world lost two legends today, Gallagher, the iconic stand-up comedian, and Kevin Conroy, who many know as the definitive voice of Batman. Gallagher was known for his mustache, curly hair, and smashing watermelons and other objects with a giant sledgehammer during his stand-up set. He got his big break on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show back in 1975. An official family-tested Tonight Show home game, and now here's Johnny! His manager told TMZ that he died of massive organ failure. Gallagher was 76. And Kevin Conroy voiced Batman in almost every single piece of media you could imagine outside of the live-action movies. Many remember his voice from Batman the Animated Series. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. Earlier this year, Conroy released a short autobiography written in the style of a comic book called Finding Batman, where he described what it was like to come from a broken home and be gay in Hollywood. Conroy was 66 years old. Did you know you can share any of our segments on social media? Just look in the description section on your podcast app and you'll see a little share link next to each story. It's super easy. Give it a try. As we head into the weekend and control of the Senate hangs in the balance, all eyes are on Arizona and Nevada. Right now, Republicans need two more seats for a majority in the Senate. In Arizona, incumbent Democrat Mark Kelly continues to lead over Blake Masters, while in Nevada, Republican Adam Laxalt is ahead of incumbent Catherine Cortez Masto. But mail-in ballots in that state can be received through tomorrow. We also know the Senate race in Georgia is heading to a runoff next month. In the House, the GOP appears to be inching towards the 218 seats it needs for a hard-fought majority. D.C.'s attorney general is suing the Washington Commanders football team, its owner Daniel Snyder, the NFL, and NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. The lawsuit accuses the group of giving deceptive public statements about an investigation into allegations of sexual misconduct and a hostile work environment at the Washington Commanders. The suit says the defendants actively tried to thwart the investigation and suppress its results. The AG is seeking millions of dollars in penalties, as well as a court order to force the NFL to release the findings of its initial investigation into the team's, quote, dysfunctional and misogynistic workplace. British Airways is letting cabin crew wear makeup, jewelry, and nail polish of their choice, whatever their gender. The airline is the latest to relax its uniform and grooming policy, now allowing facial stubble and man buns as well. British Airways says it's so crew members can be, quote, the most authentic version of themselves, though The Guardian reports this could be a move to retain staff. After Virgin Atlantic relaxed its dress code, job applications rose sharply. Chris Rock, you know, former SNLer, movie star, stand-up comic, guy who got slapped by Will Smith at the Oscars, he's going to have a Netflix special, but what's different about this one is that it will be live. The refresh actually got a never-before-seen clip of Chris Rock agreeing to the Netflix deal. Check it out. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! F*** it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> Classic Chris Rock, am I right? 
Anyway, the live comedy special will air on Netflix in early 2023. This Thanksgiving, it might actually be cheaper to have your dinner at a restaurant than to cook it yourself at home. One analyst tells CNBC that what's normally considered a luxury experience might actually get you more bang for your buck. That's because Thanksgiving staples like eggs are up more than 40% this year compared to last. Turkeys are almost 20% more expensive. And the overall cost of a home-cooked meal is up more than 12%. The world of crypto was rocked this week by the lightning-fast, near-total collapse of one of cryptocurrency's biggest exchanges, FTX. This morning, FTX filed for bankruptcy, and its founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, resigned. The DOJ and SEC are also investigating FTX to see if any criminal activity or securities offenses were committed. This story has everything, an eccentric founder, a bitter public rivalry, and a cautionary lesson that emerging markets are very, very risky. Yesterday, we talked to insiders Matt Fox about FTX's fall from a $32 billion valuation to a fire sale. Here is that interview. So Matt, what is going on with FTX? Can you tell us a bit of backstory and what is happening now with it and Binance? Yeah, so FTX, the crypto exchange, is undergoing a severe liquidity crunch where it is short billions and billions of dollars to meet customer redemption requests. There's a lot of moving pieces. Binance, one of its biggest competitors in the crypto exchange space, actually signs a letter of intent to fully acquire the company and help it, you know, get some funding so it can meet the redemptions requested by its customers. And within a day, that deal fell apart specifically because they reviewed the company's books and they were just so unimpressed, they saw no reason to move forward with the deal. (laughs) There were talks that Binance would buy the company for a dollar and then assume a lot of its debts. But even that, it couldn't even buy for a dollar. It was that bad. Yikes. You know, Sam Bankman-Fried is one of the biggest names in crypto. Is FTX doomed? And if so, what happens to Sam? Early to say, but all indications say that, yeah, FTX is in a very precarious spot. And what's important to understand is Sam Bankman-Fried's background. He started as a trader at a prop firm on Wall Street, and that informed his decision to launch Alameda Research in 2017, which is essentially a proprietary trading company that's focused on cryptocurrencies. And now reports are breaking that Sam Bankman-Fried used customer funds and customer deposits from FTX to the tune of many billions, transfer them to Alameda Research as sources of trading, and eventually lost all that money. It's a crazy scenario, and there's so much we still don't know, but the early indications are no one will ever trust this company or Sam Bankman-Fried again. Right. That's a major woof. What happens to investors who had their money in FTX? We still don't know. The company is solely focused on trying to raise funds so it can meet customer redemptions. Specifically for FTX International, it looks like customers could be holding the bag here. And this isn't new to the crypto industry. I mean, year by year goes by and we see a crypto exchange engaging in either risky behavior with using leverage on customer deposits or outright fraudulent behavior. And at the end of the day, it's the customer who loses the money. There are some, you know, Sam Bankman-Fried has said the FTX US side is doing okay and customers aren't going to lose their money there. But 
you know, at this point, we don't know the whole story. So anything can change. So, Matt, if FTX does go under, do you think that's going to have a ripple effect across the rest of the crypto industry? Yeah, completely. I mean, Sam Bankman-Fried was kind of viewed as the industry's JP Morgan of 100 years ago. And now the fact that who was thought to be the savior of the crypto market is himself in this much trouble, just completely, again, erodes trust in the entire industry. And at the worst possible time, when you had institutions on Wall Street starting to get into the space, you had venture capital pouring hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars into the space, uh, a lot of those folks are going to start reassessing their investments and likely pull back. You know, we at the refresh eat this kind of story up, but for crypto skeptics or even billionaire skeptics out there, why should anyone care about FTX's fate? There's an overarching question about what the utility of crypto is and what the future of crypto is. And for the past, you know, call it five years or even going back to Bitcoin's founding over a decade ago, a lot of it was just based on the fact that crypto prices went through the roof. I mean, they they increased almost exponentially and minted many, many billionaires and millionaires. But I think it's coming down to the fact that this is all speculation and things aren't looking good for the entire space as a whole. This is going to be really interesting to watch. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Great. Thanks for having me, Dave. Matt Fox covers the stock market for Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. We produce our show along with Grace Eliza Goodwin, Frank Alito, Rob Gunther, and Dan Gooding. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. And thanks to Rebecca Knight and Kaya Moynihan for filling in for me. You guys rock. Have a great weekend.